This is a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. I had the honour and pleasure of speaking to Dame Catherine Healy on the subject of sex workers' rights, more specifically the need to repeal Section 19 of the PRA, or uh, Prostitutional Sex Workers um, Reform Act. Dame Catherine Healy is the coordinator of the NZPC, New Zealand Sex Workers Collective, and I asked her some questions on the PRA and the work of the NZPC as to why Section 19 of this PRA needs to be repealed. Section 19, just so everyone listening can get a better understanding, excludes all the same rights and protections for sex workers, um, for migrant sex workers, leaving them to be vulnerable to violence and exploitation and often too afraid to seek or ask for any help from police out of fear of deportation. Let's get into it. Catherine, you are the coordinator for NZPC, which focuses on both educating and advocating for sex workers' rights alongside the prevention of HIV and sexually transmitted infections. But why for you personally is it so necessary to have the NZPC? Well, I was a sex worker when we formed our organisation in 1987 with one of the aims to decriminalise sex work. So we are NZPC, Aotearoa, New Zealand Sex Workers Collective. Very important um, for me personally to think that every sex worker is included and protected by legislation that sex work is recognised in all contexts, regardless of someone's visa status. Of course, definitely. And that leads to the question of why it is so important to repeal Section 19 of the PRA. Because as I understand it, it does, as you mentioned, exclude the rights and protections for, I believe, migrant sex workers, which makes them vulnerable. Uh, Could you tell me a bit more about this repeal and why it is needed and why you're advocating for this along with the NZPC? I guess we've been advocating for it for a long time and what happened in 2003 when the major uh, shift in law occurred with the decriminalisation of most sex work related activities, migrants were identified as a vulnerable population by some advocates outside of our organisation as being vulnerable to trafficking and the then Minister of Immigration said that one of the solutions would be to make a have a clause go be inserted into the legislation um, that would prevent migrants from coming to New Zealand. And at that time, we were right up against the wall, um, seeking votes from politicians, and we felt that was a really inappropriate solution, and that it would deliver harm, and it has, you know, quite clearly delivered harm to that particular part of the sex worker population, criminalising someone for coming to New Zealand and working as a sex worker or deporting them on that basis is not a solution. And it's, you know, it feels on a very deep level a horrible breach of human rights. We have decriminalised most sex work-related activities in this country and we would like migrants to be protected by the same legislation. I don't want to be taking phone calls, meeting with people who are incredibly distressed because they've been targeted by their clients because they are perceived to be migrants or indeed they are migrants who are working here without those protections. And I want to say too that people who come here from other countries who 
sometimes don't come here with the intention of becoming sex workers. You know, we have, for example, students who are studying here and they run out of money. New Zealand's an, ex- an expensive country and some people have been caught short and said, look, the most obvious solution to them is to find other work and some have chosen to be sex workers knowing or not knowing in fact that they're allowed to be or not allowed to be migrant sex workers and have been caught and have been deported having their studies interrupted Um, one case we were dealing with recently had a sex worker someone who had been a sex worker historically and was in a relationship and any other work would have been fine except that sex work was identified this person volunteered that they'd been a sex worker into immigration and immigration had to conclude and you know they have to follow their own rules and laws that they they were the grounds that they could exclude this person from remaining in our country so heartbreaking horrific outcomes for some individuals and of course um, we've been working very hard we have 37 organizations who support us on this cry to either repeal or amend the act and we also have the CEDAW committee which is a UN committee, the committee to eliminate discrimination against women. They have made a recommendation to the government that it should look at amending this act and so that the research and the evidence that's been, been there, we've had major research projects in this area have identified that harm has been caused. So that's it really, we are determined. Mm. Is there a way of having a political instrument to try and achieve this? Like what is the NZPC, what can be done to tackle this and to do the repeal of the PRA? Well because it exists in law, it has to Um, I imagine, go through the repeal process in the Parliament. So you've got 120-odd individuals with 120 different opinions. And, you know, the ideal circumstance, of course, would be that government would pick it up. But we know um, it's more likely to go through a passage of a sponsorship. You know, if a member, for example, decided to sponsor it as a private member's bill that's another effective way to get it across the line that's what we did with uh, with the change in legislation in 2003 for sex workers when most uh, sex work related activities were in fact decriminalized so yeah it's it takes a bit of courage i guess in that environment sex work you know debating sex work isn't popular um you know sometimes people feel that they're up against it with conservative constituents or fellow members in in their their caucus or parliament so you know it's it's a lot of work to achieve it but it would be ideal for us that the government did follow on the seed or recommendation and amend this piece of legislation for sure Thank you. And I guess a final question is that in relation to following the progress of this repeal, along with other information on both health and law related resources, how does the NZPC share this with the public? How can people listening become more engaged perhaps with this? Because I know that the website is very informative for the 
ZPC, but how else can people find resources? Yes, um, well, it's, there's quite a lot um, of questions I guess people will have about the status of sex workers in this country. We're one of the, well, we're now one of two countries that has decriminalised sex work. Belgium have just announced it's going to decriminalise sex work. So you can certainly Google away and come up with a lot of information and you'll find sex worker sites all around, really, where this issue is discussed. And we would urge anyone who would like to support this um, amendment to make contact with us and they could formally sign on. I know that Pandora did a petition and that's been presented to the Parliament as well, which is fantastic. And that's um, hopefully going to trigger a, a response so, you know, many there are many ways to tackle this. Speak to your local Member of Parliament um, and speak to others who you think might support you. If you belong to a group, perhaps that group could get in touch and sign on with what we're doing, which is building an, an organisational approach. So when you have X amount of organisations saying, look, this is wrong, it's causing harm and we can come up with a solution, then, you know, that makes politicians listen. Mm, Definitely. Thank you. And do you have anything else that you'd like to say in regards to either the NZPC or any other resource? If you have any uh, queries, just pop online, send an email and we welcome, you know, that, that engagement. Uh, yeah, and we have an Instagram and Twitter account as well, so we're easy to find, NZPC, so we pop up. And be supportive, stick up for sex workers in whatever environment you're in, because there's often that casual stigmatisation, jokes are made about sex workers, and it's, you know, just not cool. Mm, definitely. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.